Welcome to Let Parents Decide That, episode 24, the show where we discuss lockdown lunacy, protecting parental rights, and we try to fight fear-driven policies with strength and logic. Join us. The fight starts now. First take. I'm getting better and better. One take, Jake. (laughs) I try. Well, I had to hurry up because we have so many things to get to. Yeah. That uh, it's literally becoming impossible to cram it into an hour-ish um, it's not even like barely fitting on the one page that yeah. you have. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. This, oh. Good luck reading this. <laughs> um, and that's what happens when we, if we miss a week because so many things continue to happen uh. that are just crazy that we have to deal with it. So we're going to cover a lot of uh, COVID stuff, some other risks to parents that we've, uh, we've seen recently, and then some local um, school board issues too. So let's get right into it. So I saw this story. Um, Alex Berenson, again, one of the best follows. On Substack. Uh, on Substack, yep. AlexBerenson.substack.com. It's called Unreported Truths. And he's been uh, just on point since very, very early on um, in the pandemic, just being against a lot of the lockdowns and just trying to throw actual data at us. Yeah, which we need. Right. Just, you know, and of course he got banned from everything. So this is about the only place left that he can actually get his message out. Yeah. How sickening is that? It is so sickening. I mean, especially now that all these things are being revealed as untrue that were fed to us. That were promoted. Promoted, fed to us, and then used as weapons, you know, to take away our jobs, limit our travel, all these things, if we didn't comply. Yeah. And the people that And now you come to find out that it was like, it was like a freaking house made of tissue paper. Oh, completely. And people are just punching holes all over in it. And they're still trying to, this is our mansion. Everything is fine. Exactly. And it's, and no apologies anywhere. No No. retraction. Um, You know, I just feel bad for all the people that lost their jobs because of the OSHA mandate, which then got overturned. So right there, that should have been, well, okay, everybody's welcome back now. And, you know, where's all the uh, mass apologies, lawsuits, you know, things that should have happened rightly in my mind. Um, But anyways, just in the continuing wave of things that were true um, or, you know, allegedly true when they're first stated, uh, just being proven false. Uh, Here's another one too. So, uh, for the mRNA vaccine. So here's an article he has on the mRNA red flags fly ever higher. Omicron is surging in highly vaxxed states. Data from Vermont shows the jabbed are now more likely to need hospitalization than the unvaxxed. Wow. And he, uh, he goes through a long, and I won't go through the whole thing because we have a lot to cover here, but I'll post the link, of course, so people can digest this at their own pace. But he just basically goes on to compare kind of Vermont to uh, Europe and how they're having similar rates of vaccination. Okay, I'll just read this part. It says, Vermont has European rates of COVID vaccination. About 90% of adults over 30 in Vermont are... the Vermont area, I assume is what he meant, have been jabbed. Most of them are boosted, including about 85% of adults over 65. Mm-hmm. Yet Vermont is now suffering its second major outbreak of Omicron in five months. Since wow. late March, COVID hospitalizations have soared to the second highest level ever in the state, trailing only the initial Omicron peak. The number of patients in intensive care is up even more. Yeah. See, and we can... <laughs> This just further reiterates what some of these doctors that have been speaking out from the from early onset have been saying that these jabs specifically, these mRNA shots, have been attacking your natural immunity because the the um, what do you call it? The spike protein. It can't tell the difference between the created 
um, like fake virus or whatever that they have put into your body and like your natural immune response response yeah. the antibodies or whatever yeah and you know yeah, I don't your even antibodies know, that's I don't know what enough I about it I just pure on pure gut instinct knew that getting natural immunity was better yeah you know, I just literally felt that in my bones um, and that's just proven to be, have been true because because uh, it's always been true right that's, it's always exactly. been the case like the case. oh my gosh and we're gonna there's a few more stories on that exact subject we're gonna get to so i just wanted to highlight this story real quick um so we'll we'll I'll post that in the links everybody can digest that but suffice to say that you know the house of tissue paper is crumbling <laughs> um the house of swabs is crumbling yeah let's light it on fire um, but yet you have all these you know experts in quotes oh uh, this. like for some reason you know bill gates is being listened to and you know he Again, who's not a doctor. Right. And he was on, for some reason, he keeps getting asked and referenced in these part of these panels. Yeah. Like he's some sort of expert. Well, it's because he gives, he gives so much money to public health stuff Mm -hmm. that now they're like, oh, well, you must know a lot about it since you're wasting all of your cash (laughs) and pouring all of your money into it. And they just, for some reason, attribute just because I, I guess they figure that the the uh, intelligence translates to other subject matters, yeah. Which in my mind, it does not necessarily. It, no. might, it may, but it does not necessarily mean that he knows a lot about COVID or anything health related. And like I stated in our last episode, I believe he knows a lot about licensing operating systems yeah. to computer man- hardware manufacturers. Yeah, that's what he's good at: stealing software <clears throat> and being more <clears throat> ruthless than Steve Jobs. Yeah. So anyways, I'll just quote this meme here that says, we didn't, well, this is Bill Gates. This just pisses me off. Yeah, we didn't understand that it's a fairly low fatality rate and that it's a disease mainly in the elderly. Kind Kind of of like like flu. Although a bit different than that. Bill Gates, 5322. He does have to, although it is a bit different than the flu. (laughs) Really? And then it says, below it, it's a little commentary. It says, weird, could have sworn some of us did understand back when it was dangerous misinformation. Yep. Yeah, and it's funny because I just got my uh, wife outed me to my sister and mom that we do the show, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and I wasn't there, but she was telling me about it later and she said, uh, you know, that she told them we got kicked off of YouTube. Oh, I'm then, sure they thought that was my, great. my sister said, well, yeah, because of misinformation, right? Yeah, and, because Josh is a huge liar. Because <laughs> right? he spreads untruths. And it's just so funny because now here's Bill Gates stating. What we've been know, saying. Yeah, all these, all these things that, that we get kicked off of YouTube and just that Alex Berenson gets shut down for and every doctor that's spoken out against or just even had questions. You weren't even allowed to question. No, you can't even ask the question. You can't even say, wait a second. um, Why is this such a big deal again? You know, when infuriating right away in 2020, I started running the numbers for North Dakota because everybody was panicking, right? Everybody's freaking out. Who's hospitalized? hospitalized, Who's dying? How many cases per like per our population and all this stuff. And I put it down at my place of business, which I won't name, but I, I just laid it out. We have 762,000 people in North Dakota. Here's the case. Here's how many, how many positive cases. That's what percentage this is. And here's the, here's the hospitalizations. That's what percentage this is. Here's Mm -hmm. the deaths settle down. Exactly. Yeah. The freak out was just, Completely over an overreaction. It was so dramatic. Yeah, everything was so like overly dramatic. It's like, okay, yes, it's a big deal. Do we need to shut down our economy and ruin people's livelihoods and and force mask kids and take all these crazy precautions? (laughs) And cause many other health 
negative consequences that we're not even aware of yeah. what we're going to cause yet. Yeah. Yeah. And and for to what end? You know, it's like, you know, it's, I, I liken it to, well, when I was getting into arguments with people, I'd always say, well, you're way more likely to die in a car wreck. And there's all these things that are much higher on the list of yeah. potential deaths. You know, and like, are you getting, yes, do you tech, and this is an extreme example, but yes, technically you can get struck by lightning. But are you going to let that ruin your life? Yeah. You know, are you going to only go outside when it's perfectly 100% clear? Yes. And are you going to wear, you know, special conductive suits and always be touching the ground <laughs> with an iron pole? You know what I mean? Are you, how, how many precautions how are you How far are to, you going to take it? Yeah. How much, how, for a, for a small, a thing that is a very small chance of happening, how, yep. how much are you willing to do? How far are you willing exactly. to go? And apparently um, the answer is pretty damn far. Um, so we need to see Bill Gates keep getting referenced. It just is, is super annoying yeah. um, because, you know, what – and again, I don't like the appeal to uh, the authority, you know, because I, I don't want to sit here and say, well, he doesn't have a medical degree, which is true because I, I – I don't like when he when people are just appealing to him, though, just because he's rich. Right. I mean, he, ha- he literally has nothing else to offer. Yeah, I don't like when people say – because then if you appeal to the authority of medical well, degree, then we then, can't talk either. We're not allowed to talk. And then, yep. and then you also have to assume anybody that has a degree is right. Yeah. So I don't think that's a disqualifier or a qualifier because there's plenty of people with MDs behind their name that I would completely disagree with and have been proven wrong by yeah. the actual facts. That's absolutely outcomes. true. Agreed. Um, you know, Fauci being the main one, obviously. Um, but there's a few things about Bill Gates that are interesting. Like, uh, now this, uh, it's funny because this tweet got deleted that, uh, that it was referencing, but it was talking about Bill Gates basically coming around and having to admit some of these things. Of course, that tweet's gone now, but here's Eric Weinstein, which um, he's kind of a, he was a liberal guy that got fired from um, that, I think it was called Evergreen College mm-hmm. for um, daring to, you know, ha- have, have a question. free discourse on okay. things. It was pre-COVID. Um but anyways, he's a liberal person, but he said, may, may I ask a simple question? What is the explicit rule for taking medical advice from non-physicians over physicians, CEOs over frontline doctors, zoologists over viral- virologists? So he's basically just asking him the question of who gets to be the authority on this. Yeah. And again, because I don't tr- uh, necessarily trust somebody with an MD and I ne- don't necessarily distrust somebody without one, I say you just let all the ideas go out there put all the data out there and then people have to ultimately decide for themselves. Weird. You have to trust that people can use your brains though. Because I bet I could find a hundred doctors who are pro everyone take the jab immediately and mm-hmm. line up for 10 boosters. And then I could find a hundred doctors that are like, Oh, I wouldn't do that. And then you yeah. can find a hundred doctors in the middle and okay, who do you, you know, who do you trust? Yeah. You have to, again, you have to be able to assess your own risk tolerance exactly. and figure out what's true and what, you know, or what y- even you believe to be true. It doesn't have, who knows who's the arbiter of truth. If that's the, the problem, that's the, the problem with censorship yep. is that there's going to be one person or entity out there that's the arbiter of the of the truth and they get to decide what information is good enough to pass along you, to you, you peasants know, you know who i know it shouldn't be is the government the federal government yeah <laughs> i guarantee that's that that's not who it should be but anyways here's another thing on bill gates and here's a tweet from jesse kelly he says wild how bill gates got divorced from his wife because of his ties to an international sex trafficking ring and everyone just breezed past that to hear his thoughts on diseases and hunger <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, like, you know, because of the whole Epstein thing, he's been yeah, tied to and that. everyone just breezed past that. And his and his wife left uh, him, um, I think, because he was banging an intern at Microsoft or something. Is or that some why lower level person? Yeah, and then probably because she was creeped out by him because of if any whiff of this Epstein stuff. Well, I'm just know. surprised that even his wife would bang him. I mean, looking at him. <laughs> right. Well, you know, a few billion, <laughs> a few billion works wonders for Ugh. the attractiveness of of dudes. Um, so, you know, it's just f- funny to see. Um, it looks like a sad, skinny little old lady. You know, so then in the uh, in the uh, massive backtracking that we've seen, you know, we're just seeing all kinds of clarifications, disclaimers. Oh, gosh, you saw this, this is, the- I didn't. This <clears throat> is so nice to get clarified that getting vaccinated against COVID-19 helps protect you from serious illness, hospitalization, and death. Weird. It's not going to protect your grandma, Josh, or your family. It won't protect others. You shouldn't do it for everyone around you. The entire basis for the OSHA mandate and all the guilt and everything that went on for a solid year was that if I took the jab, it would prevent me spreading it to other people. Now, even the this is the World Health Organization's Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And now they've added a disclaimer at the bottom here. Being vaccinated does not fully remove the risk of infection, mild symptoms, and infecting others. <laughs> so continue to do everything. So, I mean, that's why I get kicked. So what are you off. supposed to do? Who? So continue to do everything you can to keep yourself and others healthy. So you're supposed to get poked. Which is what? Yeah, which is what exactly? If, if you just said your jab doesn't do that, then what, what would you like me to do? Exactly. Ridiculous. Back, I mean, we're back to square one again. Where at best you can say it may possibly limit your personal uh, symptoms or effect, you know, effects. Want to grab that baby? Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. So you're seeing all these organizations, you know, all the the powers that be are backtracking, adding disclaimers, adding these qualifications, and basically just trying to find a way to reconcile what we've known from the beginning um, with. And what is actually happening in society and in the world that they can't deny. So once it reaches the point of undeniability, then they're forced to make these kind of concessions. And it's But it never comes with an apology or sorry about firing everybody. It's so ridiculous. Based on this entire, this one fact alone, and we've said this since episode one. I don't see The whole reason for any of this bullshit was that- they thought the job was going to stop. The jab is going to stop transmission. Yes. And if it doesn't do that. If it doesn't prevent infection, so it doesn't stop you from getting sick and it doesn't protect you getting someone else sick. Right. If it doesn't do that, then what mandate, how do you justify any of the mandates? Or even pushing it. They're right. going to, it, it'll protect you because now. Well, the okay, only thing they have left is you might not die. Well, and, and, and honestly, <laughs> let's look at it because you lied about everything else. So I don't believe you anymore. It, exactly. It'll help protect you from serious illness, hospitalization, and death. Frickin' prove it. Says who? Yeah. Right. That's the thing is when, when all these things one by one start, start to fall, why should I trust even that basic fact? Yes. Because you know what? Every And we're going to go through some pandemic of the vax because a bunch more people jabbed people got covid and since we've last recorded yeah and they all say the same crap thank god, god for the so jab glad that I'm i've so got my booster because otherwise it would have been so much worse well how do you know yeah because guess what everybody i know that's had it has had a wide range of symptoms vaxxed or unvaxxed yeah and it there was no determining factor of all the vaxxed ones had it mild and all the unvaxxed didn't do you not at all do you personally know anybody that that was unjabbed and got it 
and then never got it again. I don't I, That's really hard to prove because I mean, I think I got, I got the OG COVID in November, 2020 and I yeah. think I got Omicron again, but it was so mild that I, and I didn't test, Yeah, but I had all the basic symptoms. So I assume I had it again, okay. um, but that was over a year later. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but so what I wasn't, I wasn't going around like, thank God I, you know, I didn't, I, it's just, it just happened. Yeah. It's, I'm not attributing the fact that I didn't get jabbed to the fact that it was mild. I think it's because that version of COVID is mild. Yes. And, and it, having taken the jab wouldn't have made it any more mild. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that they can sit here and declare that because of the jab, that's the only thing that kept him out of the hospital or the cemetery. That's just BS. You cannot make that claim, but yet they do. And that's the only thing they have to try to cudgel people into getting the jab now. Yeah. Is, well, you better get it. Otherwise, you're going to have bad outcomes. Yep. Well, prove it. Could be hospitalized. Prove it. Uh, you you well, can't. Well, not according to Alex Berenson and his study of Vermont. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. So, again, you know, I got to go with my gut, which says natural immunity is best. And um, I got a couple of stories on that as well. So, okay, let's look at this here. Now, this this made me laugh here. <laughs> um, Fauci, breaking. Fauci says he will not serve under Trump again. Breaking. And I, you know, what made him think that Trump would give him a job? That just turned some people into Trump voters right there if, if Trump runs again. Because considering how poorly Fauci has done, um, well, I guess it's right along the political lines. Because if you're a, a branch COVIDian and you believe all this stuff, then you see that as a negative mm-hmm. and you weren't going to vote for Trump anyways. Yeah. And everybody that was going to vote for Trump already hates Fauci. Yeah. And actually that's one of the things I'm pissed about is that Trump didn't get rid of his ass yeah. when he had the power to do so. Um, but he, I mean, I can't believe that he's still living off the public, living off the American people. That's just wrong as it is. Um, but and just the smugness, I watched this actually interview with him. Uh, I think it was somebody on CNN or MSNBC, and he was just so smug smug in his denial of wanting to work for Trump again. Yeah. Go to hell. You've, you've made enough money off the American people. You yeah. can go away now. Go crawl in a hole and die. I can't. St- oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> I, I legitimately think that if we were – if there was no corruption in our government – that guy would be on trial for crimes against humanity right, right. now because well, the, he would have been he, out of a job thirty years ago. Yeah, because he's been working in in that position since the early eighties. Yes, um, yeah. Yep. He was Do a guy. little research on Anthony Fauci. Exactly. Yeah. So here's a story that kind of talks about what uh, we were just speaking about as far as infection versus boosters. Okay, so here it's the the headline is studies reveal Omicron infection produce. Better immune responses than booster shot. Okay. I mean, so tell me again what the point is. Right. Tell me again. Right. Oh my gosh. Just, and look at how much pain she's in. <laughs> just kidding. Well, getting, and like, guess oh what? My goodness. Okay. If you get Omicron and you get naturally infected and you get natural immunity uh, because, you know, Virus is going to virus again. Yeah. All the mitigations, all the masks, all the social distancing, all the closures, everything else that did not stop the propagation of this virus, you end up getting it anyways. Yeah. So you're going to get it no, no matter what. But yeah. now you also add on top of that the unknown or known risks from the jab, yes. which are known or unknown. Yeah. So- you know, good luck. And again, you're, you're rolling those dice now. Yep, you are 
the experiment because we have no long-term data. So even the side of the adverse events that we're seeing, mm -hmm. that we're clearly able to catch right now, yep. that's nothing. That's nothing to say that, and I'm, I'm not trying to fear monger. No, because right? it, it's unknown. But it, it just literally is unknown. We have no so idea what this is going to do so why roll the in the dice? long term. Why exactly. take the risk? Like I said one time a few episodes back, you know, if I had a, uh, a you know, I don't want to play Russian roulette with it. Yeah. Don't even pick up the gun and point it to your head. Yeah. Why, if you don't have to, why do it? Yep. Because if, if you're going to ex get exposed to the virus anyways, and natural immunity is the best... Just get the freaking virus. I'm not yeah. saying go out and you know make out with somebody that has it, but I mean I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> right. It's just it is what it is at this point. Just like understand it, that it's going to get on you, <sighs> and the best way to deal with it is just have your body respond in its natural way, um, and that's that's what's being proven over and over again. Um, <clears throat> here's another another story. Okay, getting sick from Omicron protects vaccinated yeah. individuals against a wide range of variants better than a booster studies find. Okay, so they're they're couching this in under the guise of uh, you know, what? if you're vaxxed. They're basically saying if you're already vaxxed, it's better for you to get Omicron than it is to get a booster. You know what this tells me? The booster sucks. Yeah. That's all it says. Yeah. I don't care if they're vaccinated or unvaccinated. It, the booster is not as effective as getting Omicron. It's just it's just conveniently leaving out that if you're unvaccinated, just catching it it's also probably the is just fine. Probably also the best. Yes. Because again, everyone I've known that has had the Omicron variant has not had severe symptoms. Yep. Vaxxed or unvaxxed. Yep. It's just been basically mild. So, you know, I don't... Just, they're using this language to try to still imply that you're better off being vaxxed. Well, I don't see that at all. No, I don't. I haven't seen that in life. And, and I haven't seen that in. Data, and neither in have they. Neither have they. Neither have they. They just can't admit it all at once. Yeah. Because otherwise, you know, people would just go apeshit on them. Yeah. So you know that's kind of what's going on. So I don't know if you saw this too, but just this week. Um, Pfizer pushed for the under six boosters now because they got their they got their jabs going. So now they're pushing for the booster for the kids too. Yeah, and you know, well, if well I'll we, caution if you on. We're gonna read this headline. I'll caution you. It says, "Okay, Pfizer COVID shot eighty percent effective in younger kids." Early data shows. Well, what did they declare the first round of jabs when they came out? It just kept going down. Well, it was started at like ninety six. It started at like ninety six, and it just yeah. kept going down. And then pretty soon, it's pretty soon. Oh, oh, pretty weird. soon it was like oh, it it, it's like twelve percent. It wanes after like three weeks. Effective. Yeah. For like the first six days or something, <laughs> yeah. it's just bullshit. It just wanes and wanes quicker and quicker as the as the real data comes in. Uh. Um, so they're saying Pfizer and its German partner BioNTech said Monday that an early analysis of their three dose. Uh, coronavirus vaccine regimen triggered a strong immune response in younger children, proving 80% effective at preventing symptomatic infections in s children six months to four years old. Well, you know what's also Who effective? is freaking giving this shit to their babies? You know who it's also effective in preventing uh, symptomatic infections? Um, just uh, their natural immunity because they don't get serious symptomatic infections. They're not getting in, very in sick place. anyways. Right. Yes. There's and just you can't no just... risk here. Oh my gosh. So why are you introducing this extra risk on top of it? It's I mean, they're just fully brainwashed. People are so, I am seriously 
scared for humanity at this point. I saw a news story too, where they, cause they were, they ran the, a news story on the national news about this and there was, they talked to a few moms and they were just clamoring. Yeah. They were like, you know, and one of them was like, she said she was so anxious because, you know, I, I, she literally said, I watched the rest of the world move on and we haven't been able to. Because her kid doesn't have the booster yet. I'm, I've moved on. <laughs> I've moved on just fine. Yeah, I moved on day one. Yeah. Um, Me and my family are doing okay. But she's acting like she hasn't been able to continue life. Yeah. Because her, her four-year-old doesn't have a booster yet. Yeah, that sounds like a personal problem, lady. That well, doesn't sound like the rest of it. Like, it's somebody that's susceptible to this propaganda. And you can't really blame them. <sighs> because all these people in positions of authority are feeding you this stuff. I mean... You have to be kind of a, you know, a counter uh, yeah. intuitive brain yeah. to even you know resist this kind of this kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, when I was younger, I'll fully admit, if the government said something, I just went, oh, okay. Well, yeah. If Why school, would they lie? If school said, yeah. yeah, and you're watching the news, you, I remember like being being a kid and listening to my dad watch the news and I would just think like, why do you even watch this? Cause he would be so, he'd get so angry at stuff, right. you know, and every, then he is bullshit and all this stuff. And I'm like, what is First of all, Stupid Carter. yeah. Oh, and wait, I would, I would, <laughs> no, but it was, it was just like, it's such a coming of age thing. Right. When yeah. you realize like, Adults are fallible. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and sometimes your parents are right. Well, I remember arguing with my brother-in-law um, who, you know, we were talking about, this is right during the out, initial outbreak, spring of 2020. And I, you know, I was saying, well, I was basically saying that they're, they're, this is probably, we're seeing propaganda on the news and this yeah. is having influence, just like we're saying now. Yeah. And, he, and he literally was like, well, why would they make that up? And I was like, <laughs> you know, and he has a PhD. Yeah. He's not. An, why an, would they make it up? He's not an unintelligent person at yeah. all. No. He's super smart. I've got the exact same, yep, exact same stuff. Why, why would they lie? People ask me that all the time. Why would they lie? Well, I don't know. Let's see. Bazillions of dollars? Yeah. People are um, getting control. crazy, crazy money and big power. Biden just re. Do you have anything on this that he just he just re-signed our emergency powers with no end date no, in sight? Didn't see that. No. No end date in sight this time. This That's is the crazy. eighth time that he's put us in a state of emergency, the, the United States, yeah, and he doesn't even have an end on it. Enough already. Just Uh-oh. end it. Should we pause for one sec? <laughs> and we're back. All right. Well, let's move on to. Here's where it gets kind of interesting because locally, okay, Sanford got rid of their mask policy. Now, I don't think, and that was funny because I brought up their website here and it still states on their website, all Sanford health locations require patients to wear a mask if they are unvaccinated, showing signs of illness or have COVID-19 and are in days zero through 10 of their infection. So, okay, then it talks about what kind of masks. So they're still sticking to this BS that, if you're unvaxxed, so, you have to keep wearing a mask. So weird. But vaccinated people don't. Yeah. So again, what's the difference? I just like accidentally Why? even took my kid to them. Like <laughs> I, I like vowed, like I'm never, I'm never going back here. And then it's just such a, like, it's just so ingrained in me. Like, oh, children's clinic. Right. You know, like there are other clinics people, but my, my brain didn't. I don't even honestly, now that I'm thinking about <laughs> it, I can't even, oh, my kid had something freaking stuck in her ear. So I went to the, I went to the walk-in. They don't even have signs anywhere. Cause that's what I thought that they were going to have signs. Like if you're unvaccinated, oh, right. put on a mask, 
They had nothing. It's funny because, you know, this policy reading it on their website and, you know, again, with the school district saying, highly recommended, well, no one's wearing them. Yep. And then they're talking about, you know, remember the grocery stores for a long time were like, if you're on Vax, feel free to to lose the mask now. Yeah. Or, I mean, if you're Vax, feel free to lose the mask. Yeah. But nobody enforces that because, you know, you can't go through and check everyone's Vax status. Well, at least not here, but they, they did in Minneapolis and other yeah. bigger cities. But it's just, it's just so disingenuous. They don't actually mean this. They're just covering their ass. That's yeah. all it is. So that if... You know, they can say, well, we told you yeah. if you're unvaxxed, you know, or if somebody gets COVID in, in the hospital, they can say it's probably from an unvaxxed person who disobeyed the policy yep. and didn't wear a mask. Like we clearly stated on our website. Yeah. Just such BS. Um, nobody's actually adhering to this crap and no one's yeah. enforcing it. And what it. a bunch of BS. Surgical masks are strongly recommended. It doesn't say anywhere that surgical masks work. Exactly. Like that's that's that freaking stupid. So so basically, they're just trying to cover themselves, saying, "Don't please don't wear a cloth mask because that really doesn't we work." Know. But everyone as long acknowledges as, that's stupid. Yeah, but as long as it's blue, then we can all pretend that it's medical. Right. So it's kind of interesting because as the masking stuff goes away, thankfully locally, um, it's ramping up everywhere else again. Okay. So this is from you know the fifteenth. Long Island, New York, respond to new mask recommendations as COVID cases rise. So, you know, the problem is that they're tying all this to the uptick in cases, right? Yeah. So they still have these thresholds in existence. For what reason? I don't know. Because if with all these therapeutics we have now, with all the knowledge we have on, and with just the mildness of the Omicron variant, yeah. why are we so scared? Why are we mitigating? Right. Why are we trying to mitigate? Why are we mitigate? trying to do anything? Why, why do you, th and again, why do you think that, a mask recommendation is going to do anything when it didn't do it ever before. When you can't, yeah, there is no science to back that it, that any and, place that had mask requirements had fewer cases than any place without. Yeah. In fact, we have tons of data that show shows that there the was opposite. Some, there was either the opposite or there was no difference. Yeah. It was, it virus is going to virus. Your mask didn't do anything. And the high, you know, the highly vaccinated, highly masked up places that were masked the longest and were locked down the longest did not have better outcomes. No, they actually had worse outcomes a as we said outcomes. in the last episode. Exactly. So again, I'm just going to run through a bunch of these because there's a bunch. Okay. Long Island mask recommendations as cases rise. Okay. Um, with COVID cases rising, how close is California to new mask rules and restrictions? Oh See, they're gosh. just prepping us for this, okay? Next one. Ferndale schools reinstate face masks for students, staff because of uptick in COVID-19 that's around Detroit. Okay, so this is a school district around Detroit. This is from May 16th. Wow. Um, Detroit three automakers reinstate mask mandate at some Michigan facilities. So if you're an auto worker on the semi line, back to masks again. Yeah. I mean, we're right back into the freaking rut. Yeah. Right. Pulled People right back into the freaking ditch. thought that it was ditch. done. They thought it was done. And then here's the problem. Why are you allowing this? Why, why are you complying? People? Yes. Now, how, how did you get convinced to, to comply with this crap again? Yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating. Okay. Here's another one. Evanston. Evanston Township High School reinstates indoor mask mandate. This is May 16th. This is, you know, two weeks ago almost. Mm -hmm. You know, so they're- well, Just they're, last week. Or, yeah, so they're, they're reinstating, uh, so I don't even know where this is, but I think it's in Illinois. Um, but, you know, what's what? why do you think it's going to stop there? Well, again- Here's another one. Mask mandates for student staff returns to school district of Philadelphia. Philadelphia. This is just a 23rd. Yeah. So just three days ago. 
If you can't prove that it worked the last time, parents and students and staff, you guys have to rise up. Yeah, how are you allowing this? You have got to rise up and say, no, enough is enough. It's my decision whether I'm going to strap something to my freaking face or not. I mean, I I wouldn't, I don't even like them saying it's recommended because why? Yeah. Why? Show me the data that, that I want my mitigations to, to work. make it a recommendation. Yeah, I want my mitigations to work and not just be something to make you feel better. Yeah, like, to feel like you're doing something. And it's just like after every mass shooting, they always try to go for your guns because they have to feel like they did something. Yeah, even though any of the laws they would have uh, enacted, that are already you mean like murder? Yeah, like the like, law against. Or, but even. Freaking shooting somebody to begin with. And 90% of the time, the gun, the way they usually got the gun illegally anyways. Yeah. So whatever gun law they're going to implement is only going to affect law-abiding citizens anyways. Yeah. Who weren't going to go on mass shootings. Well, it's It doesn't prevent the thing you're trying to prevent. So again, this is exactly the same. This does not prevent the thing you're trying to prevent. So why bother? Why are you inflicting this on people? Yeah. It's so frustrating. Theater. Yeah. Completely. But I just can't believe that they're being sucked back in. That the parents and students are not like, if I was them, I'd be like, ah, hell nah. Yeah. Hell nah. We're not doing this shit again. We just got out of this. We fought to get get out of it. I mean, if this happened at our school, it would be like, no. Mass chaos. No. Yeah. See, and that's that's going. the difference between some states because I think, you know, it's ramping up in other in other areas and stuff. I think that our area, luckily... I think they know like this, it, this shit's not going to go down. <laughs> I hope. Like we're not going to, we're not going to put up with this again. God, I hope so. And you know, there's a big blue red division here because I think if they tried this in rural Alabama, it probably wouldn't fly. Yeah. And hopefully in our area, that's, that's the case. I pray to God that people but I can't are believe as strong that as people put up with it as, well, people put up with as long as they did. Yeah. You know? It's just so frustrating. So. Well, again, you know, even even just this last year, when when they gave us a date to take it off after the after the school board <laughs> meeting in Fargo, right. where Tracy January eighteenth or whatever. Yep, yeah. and Tracy Newman straight said, "Oh, well, you know, it only works if the whole community is doing it." And then Jennifer Benson goes, "Okay, well, then I I submit that we just let's make a motion to just take them off now because you just said it doesn't do shit. It's not working. Exactly. And then she fought to keep." Them on for another two weeks. Parents should have been in a freaking uproar yeah. after that. Yeah. Parents should have been like, okay, no, 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 we're not going to freaking comply for two weeks just to comply. Parents, you have to understand the only way this doesn't happen again here or any, any of these areas is by mass non-compliance. Yeah. Just literally saying, and Nicely. No, just thank like, you. No, it's not going to happen. No, thank you. I, I will not be doing it. And uh, can you imagine, like, if they tried it here in Moorhead of Fargo or West Fargo, if most of the parents wrote emails and said, uh, just so you know, we're not going to be sending our kids to school in masks. So, you know, do what yeah. you got to do, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. If they got like two thirds of every class, they, they would not be able to implement the policy. At, and they have said that. They have said that. We've heard. In like specifically in Fargo again, we heard from the from the superintendent. He said that if there was mass non-compliance, they would have no way 
to they would have no way to force people so to do it. So there's your escape hatch, people. Yeah. So you know, but it needs to almost be a coordinated effort if yeah. it, if they try to pull that crap again. And luckily, there's only you know a couple of days left of school in Moorhead. I don't know if Matria Fargo's out yet or yeah. No, uh, they'll know. be out pretty soon. I just can't imagine them doing that. But if cases continue to tick up over the summer well, what, I'm what do you think is going to happen is exactly and it depends on who we get in as school board because too. they did it to moorhead yeah six days before the start of freaking school yeah i've never been more pissed in my life and you know if they try that crap again there's gonna be mass non-compliance at least i i really freaking hope now here's uh something that kind of sums up my opinion on this whole thing now zuby he's a great follows at zuby music on twitter yeah it says worth repeating this hold the correct entity accountable and what he says is it annoys me when people blame things on the pandemic yes. that were in fact caused by the governmental response to the pandemic totally different things thank you that's uh, this guy's really um concise he's very common sense very common sense. But and he's, he's got a great way to, to explain it. Yeah, it's very, I mean, he's getting his point across very clearly. Um, yeah, it's a, none of the, you know what the, the pandemic caused for me? Three days of flu-like symptoms in November of 2020. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. If, if it wasn't on the news and the government wouldn't have stepped in to do anything else, that's my full extent of the knowledge of COVID. Yeah. Oh, I had flu-like symptoms for three days two years ago. That's it. That's all I would know about it. But because of the government, what happened to your life, Josh? <laughs> yeah, my all my businesses were shut down. Yeah, kids pulled out of school. Uh, my daughter's behind in multiple subjects now. We're having to get tutoring over the summer. Yeah, um, just one statistic. One of thing many. after another. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, lost tons of money uh, that year. Um, but if if not for governmental intervention, so that was far more damaging than the COVID itself. Yeah. Which I. You know, would have just been a blip would have been just another flu like illness for a few days. Big deal. Ugh, so annoying. All right. Well, let's move on a couple of the things that are, um, scary for parents. I'm here. Did you hear about this? Done. I'm trying. I, Target <laughs> used to be one of my favorite places to shop. You know, because I'm like a typical mom and moms love Target. And Target's Starbucks the place where you, you go in there and you can't leave without spending at least $260. Yeah, like the bullseye is yeah. like a real thing. Like you just like go in and then you get like <laughs> hypnotized because of all the pretty shit in there. And then you come out later and you're like, oh my God, I only came in for milk. I forgot the milk. <laughs> I forgot the milk. Yeah. And I spent $240. Yeah. But this kind of stuff, when you have the Target app and then something pops up for Pride Week. Show your pride. Yep. So here's the headline for no, audio, thank you. audio listeners. Target collaborates with queer-owned brand to sell chest binders. Now, what's that? It's not my Star Wars Trapper Keeper that I had in third grade. Uh, nope. A binder is something to keep your breasts They're also smushed, selling right? special underwear for uh, kids that have... For people. For packing. For packing. As they call it. Oh yeah. We don't even need to go into it further. No. no. Yeah. I mean... So yeah, Target's getting in on it. Um, it just shows how widespread and how mainstream this has become. They're they're trying to normalize this stuff, Completely. and it's not normal. It's mm-hmm. not normal, and it's okay to say that it's not normal. Well, yeah, that here, that's one thing I struggle with because you know I just want to be nice to everybody, and as a libertarian, I want everybody to live their lives and do whatever they want to do. If you're 18. Yes, but I don't want my kid to be, I don't want to be pushing my four children in the cart at Target 
and then like have have this stuff like on mannequins or like <laughs> right. I you know like I don't <clears throat> I don't need those types of questions from my little kids like I yeah, it's just it's uh, it's a struggle as a parent. It is a struggle because um, while I believe that yeah, if you're an adult and you want to do do whatever the hell you want mm-hmm. when you're an adult, as long as it's not affecting like somebody else's, you know, yeah. you're not pushing it on somebody else. So here's a couple of things they're doing. It's a, they say we're a queer founded brand. This is the Tomboy X brand that they've partnered with. It says we're a queer founded brand dedicated to empowering our LGBTQ plus community year round and advocating for equal representation. Cause you know, pride month isn't enough. It's going to be 12 mm-hmm. months of the year. Yeah. Uh, the brand States offering products for all bodies and needs and of all sizes and across the gender spectrum. Gender euphoria is one of the signature collections and includes tucking bikini bottoms. That's I suppose if you have a penis and you want it to go away Yeah. as well as compression tops or chest binders. It Brief search on tar- Target's website shows the pieces of the department uh, store offers as part of the collaboration, including pride packing underwear, pride bras, and $25 compression top or chest binder. <sighs> okay. Well, and then go back down for one second, because this is another thing that parents need to be aware of. LGBT activist explains on TikTok... How young girls can hide chest binders from their parents. Oh my God. I need to watch this. Let's watch this and see what she says. I have some really good news for young trans and non-binary folks whose families aren't supportive. Target has partnered with Tomboy X to sell compression tops. That's right. Target is selling a binder. And the beauty of this is that I have a Tomboy X compression top. This just looks like a sports bra. Don't look right there. Uh. <laughs> right there appears to be some type of kielbasa made its way into her pants. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, she's living it. I mean, I can't watch any more of that. Here's just, okay, but and, <laughs> I can't. De- I just got like tongue tied even thinking. <laughs> like I was like, oh. But TikTok—that's not a place for your kids. If your kids oh, are on no. TikTok, no, get them the hell off. Get no. them off. Children do not need social media because it's. Right yeah. on there, app targeting youth. That's exactly what it's doing. And she's explaining to how to get, how to sneak it by your parents. Yes. And are you watching your kid every second your kid's on the phone? Mm. Nope. Mm. This might be the kind of shit they're watching. Exactly. Yikes. Um, now, <clears throat> lest you think this is not happening locally, now I haven't, you know, I haven't gone to Target recently, but my wife was in Caribou. I think it's down in Minneapolis and she saw this sign and it says, hi there. We have a very inclusive team and would appreciate it. If you would try to use gender neutral terms when speaking to the team, thank you for understanding your favorite boo crew. No, thank you, sir <laughs> or ma'am. <laughs> I, I'm very conflicted because again, I don't want to be openly hostile <sighs> to someone. And if you don't comply with this, you are basically being openly hostile. Well, yeah. Yep. That's, how it's, how it's interpreted. But they've put it on you now. But I've been raised to deny my, reality. I've been raised my whole life to say I purposely try to say no, ma'am, yes, ma'am, thank Me you, too. sir, no, sir. I, you know, and now I have to go. Uh, what what's appropriate? Because I don't know what is appropriate unless I get an email from them and it has it in the signature. So you just say now you're just supposed to say thanks. Exactly. Thanks. That's the, that's the safest bet. Yeah. I mean, so you know this is. Uh, 
creeping its way um, ever closer, ever closer. That was in Minneapolis Caribou there. Now, you know, you think, uh, you know, this stuff is just, you know, people always make the slippery slope argument, right? Like, ah, you're just overreacting, you know, it's not going to lead to anything crazy. And then you see a story like this and you, you realize what is going to happen, what will definitely happen as a result of these type of attitudes. Yeah. Here's a story that says, middle schoolers accused of sexual harassment for not using preferred pronouns, parents say. Now, that's where the caribou sign is, where the rubber meets the road. Yeah. Um, as far as, you know... Uh, actually harming kids now because now these kids and i think this is in michigan or somewhere or wisconsin maybe i don't know um okay let's see uh, oh wisconsin okay the parents of three wisconsin middle school students are asking for the school district to stop a sexual harassment investigation into their sons and clear their records of any sort of charges or investigation the parents say that according to the keel area school district the students are under investigation for mispronouncing pronouns when referring to a classmate. <laughs> Last month, the parents of three eighth graders were notified their sons were being charged by the school district officials with sexual harassment. A section of Title IX prohibits gender-based harassment in the form of name-calling on the basis of sex. So so what's name-calling on the basis of sex? Here's That's what it if- says. The district claims the boys were not referring to the students' requested pronouns of they and them. So basically, the person, and I don't know if it was a girl or a boy, Boy, you know, biologically. Yeah. The thing is, you can't in an article you, you can't know. even tell anymore. Um, but I don't know what they were born as. So if it's a boy wanting to be called a they or a girl wanting to be called a they, and they call them boy or she or he. Yeah. And they were, didn't say they or them. And does it say like how they even were supposed to know? Well. I'm guessing they've been told otherwise this wouldn't be a charge. Yeah. Here's um, here's my thing and we've we've said this before and I'm pretty I don't I don't agree with bullying or whatever either, but that would be that would be a deal where like I just at that point I wouldn't deal with that person. Right. And and the reason being You, because, but then how do you how do you tell your kid that? How do though? you tell your kid not yeah. to deal with that person? Because my thing is is like you cannot force me into your delusions, your delusion. <laughs> right. Well, here the mother kind of makes it pretty clear. She says, um, she told them the use of the pronouns was confusing to her son and he had no obligation to refer to the classmate by those pronouns. Yeah. That's the main point. Where's the obligation? Yeah. Do they have an actual legal obligation or school uh, policy obligation now? Let's pause for the baby. And we're back. Yeah. So the mom basically says, the pronouns were confusing to her son. Um, and then she says, sexual harassment, that's rape, that's incest, that's inappropriate touching. What did my son do? He's a little boy. He told me he was being charged with sexual harassment for not using the right pronouns. Wow. Robodeau, that's her last name, said the classmate only announced their preferred pronouns earlier this year and preferred those pronouns be used when identifying them. It's plural. It doesn't make sense to him. So I told him, call call them by their names, the mom said. And what is wrong with that? Well, right, because as a kid, yeah, you're like, why would you call a person they? Yeah. Hey, they, come here, you know, it just because, doesn't Because again, compute. you can't change. This is, you're, now you're fucking with grammar. Right. Like, that's just not how it works. And it's, and it's purposefully, they're setting up a minefield that you can't possibly navigate properly. Yeah. Without stepping on a mine. And they want you to fail so they can be the victim and go, look how, how horribly I was treated. That That's really what this is, just stoking that victim mentality. Um, 
you have to look at intent, you know, because you could say, you could say anything with the right tone of voice and have it be an insult. Yeah. I mean, I remember people used to say my name, just Josh, you know, <laughs> okay. You're saying my name technically it's not wrong. Yeah. But you're sounding like a dick. Exactly. And yeah. you can do that. They, I mean, you could totally be technically correct and still be an asshole yep. um, and still be bullying. Um, so, you know, I think you have to look at the intent and, you know, we'll never know what their intent was. No, and that's kind of, and, and honestly, when you, that's a slippery slope too, because. But it's ridiculous. I mean, if, if, and that's going to start happening. And I heard another story locally that um, someone, this is third hand, of course, someone told me that um, at one of our lo- uh, local ele- elementary schools in Fargo, that that exact thing happened. Hmm. And someone got. I don't think they got charged with sexual harassment, but they got in trubs, yeah. you know, for, for not complying with that. So if you don't think that's coming, uh, then it may already be here. You're incorrect. It's, it's definitely coming and, and quick. Um, so, you know, here's, here's the other thing that's very, very disturbing. Um, have you seen this guy? Okay. So let's just watch here. Affirming care in adolescence. Um, most of the bills that are going through right now aim to limit this care for people under the age of 18. And there's this false narrative that a lot of teenagers are having gender affirming surgery. Most of the teenagers that are having surgery. Okay, but first I got to stop this guy because one, th- one of the things I hate, and this just screams not confident speaker, is when they go up at the end of sentences. You know, it sounds like you're very unconfident in your speech. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? You know, like yeah. I said, a day. <laughs> and this guy does that in spades. Here, let's rewind. We can miss the beginning here. So I'm here to clarify and speak some truths about what's happening with gender-affirming care in adolescence. Um, most of the bills that are going through right now aim to limit this care for people under the age of 18. And there's this false narrative that a lot of teenagers are having gender-affirming surgery. Most of the teenagers that are having surgery are getting chest surgery, and most of that is happening before 18 because these individuals didn't have access to early enough medical treatment. So... This is a surgeon that does these surgeries. And of course, he's super queer. He even calls himself, that's his TikTok name, is Queer Surgeon. Um, now, he's making the claim that because they didn't get the puberty blockers, they grew boobs, and now we have to chop them off. That's And that's the surgeries that he does. Should we send those kids to in to go and give them a pack of cigarettes? Should they be able to decide whether they're smokers or not at 16 years old? Like, can they go and buy themselves some beer? Right. Um, Should we send them to war? There's a lot of shit that we don't send kids to do. Mm -hmm. Like their brains aren't fully formed. Exactly. I mean, this this stuff is super disturbing, Um, but you know, it's going, it's going on and has been going on and it's going on with increasing frequency now. um, Unfortunately, Um, Now, I don't know if you follow Bill Maher at all, but it's it's really interesting watching Bill Maher's that transformation. That kind of turning. I, I, I remember noticing it. He got in a huge argument with Ben Affleck. Really? A few years ago because he basically, his, I mean, he's an atheist, right? So he hates all religions. But even he has the clarity of mind to say Islam's different. Yeah. Like, yes, Baptists are stupid. Catholics are dumb. But Islam, they're dangerous. Yeah. He even had the the you know, presence of mind to acknowledge that um, years ago. And he got in a knockdown drag out with Ben Affleck was just pissed on yeah. his show real time with Bill Maher on HBO because uh, Ben Affleck would not acknowledge that. Yeah. 
you know, that Islam is, has some pretty crazy shit in it. Bill Maher, you know, that's when I first noticed, like, hey, this guy might not be, like, fully to the left. Yeah. And now we've seen this. Um, throughout COVID, he's been pretty... Well, he's just qu- asking questions. Well, he's just he's, he calls himself a classical liberal. And, you know, like that meme that Elon Musk po- posted where he... Sh- he said, I used to be center left, and then the left moved so far to the left that now I'm center right just because the center moved. Yeah. That's what happened to Bill Maher. Bill Maher's like 65. So over his the last few decades, the left has moved so far to the left, and he stayed where he was. Now he appears to have moved to the right. Yeah. But it's just rel- – it's all relative. Yeah. Um, so – and this is nine minutes, so I'm not going to play it, but I'll post the link in the show notes. But yeah. he's, he's basically talking about um, – you know, is the spike in trans children is all, if, all, if it's all biological, why is it regional? Yep. <laughs> so, you know, and he, and he talks about how there's just explosions of, you know, this, uh, people being out, um, or declaring them themselves trans in certain pockets of the country. Yeah. Well, and we've discussed that before. Right. Why does it happen in friend group? It's social pressure. Yeah. It's people because they see their friends receive this giant boost of, praise applause and attaboys or out of these yeah i guess you would have to say out of them out of them <laughs> you know so they they want a piece of that Atta-dates. because just being a boring old hetero girl is not cool yeah uh, oh that's just regular Ew, you like boys that's so basic Ugh. yeah so can't we just all be fluid together <laughs> yep that's what's cool so yeah it's kind of interesting to watch his his uh transformation um so I'll post that link in there so everybody can watch that. Um, okay, now let's get into some pan- pandemic of the vaxxed stuff here. Now, a whole other rash of, of vaxxed people got COVID since we last recorded. Now, th- this one's kind of interesting. Eric Clapton, okay, guitar playing legend. Yeah. He turned anti-vax after he got jabbed. Okay. Because he had horrible side effects hmm. from the jab. Huh. And then he got covid Anyways, uh, and now he now people have just written him off. Yeah, they've completely d- almost disowned him. Um, I saw somebody he was he's going to go out and play a short tour, and people were like, "I ain't going." He lo- he lost me. I'm, you know, they're like canceling him because he was because he got a side effect. Right. I mean, can he speak his truth? Yeah, and, and say that he you know had horrible effects. Believe all victims. Right. Like it only works for certain things though, right? So he tested positive after performing at London's Royal Albert Hall earlier this month. He's been advised by doctors to lay low, not to spread the blah, blah, blah. Okay. So the famed guitarist previously expressed skepticism about COVID lockdowns and vaccine mandates. According to Rolling Stone last year, Clapton called the side effects of a second COVID shot disastrous and said vaccine safety claims were being overstated due to propaganda. That's oh my God. I mean, that sounds completely reasonable, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, but he got completely canceled. Um, people hate him now because they see him as anti-vaxxer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he had a horrible experience. And how is that not valid? Right. How can we how can we just dismiss people who are actually having issues? That's how I know people are full of shit because if you don't allow one instance of something that goes against your opinion to to be true. Yeah. Or I mean, to even discuss it? No such thing or as 100%. Think about it? I mean, it, they could have just said most of the time you're not going to have a bad response, but he's an he's an exception. Okay, yeah, fine. I would have accepted that if that you know. But for them to say no, get it. It's 
you know, never happens. Uh, everybody gets a jab. Yeah. Because they knew it would increase vaccine hesitancy. Yeah. And their mission was to get everybody jabbed. Yeah. So anybody that has a bad experience is going to, um, you know, increase vaccine hesitancy. Yeah. So there's there's Well, one. if we all are shot up with the juice, then you have no control group anymore and we don't know who's having all these we don't we can't tie it back to to the shots. Yeah, if you, because everybody had them. If you have a bunch of unjabbed people that somehow survive and don't have bad effects and then you know you have a bunch of jabbed people that are have getting covid anyways yep. and then you know maybe having strokes or blood clots or whatever then yeah. you know that's a pretty bad comparison which we're going to see you know how that plays out but here's another one late show on pause following Stephen Colbert's covid recurrence so not only did he get covid once now it's second time around for old Stephen Colbert no late show for a second day in a row thanks to COVID. How can this be? Isn't the pandemic over? <laughs> Despite what you've heard, we're still in the middle of this thing and crossing another grim milestone this week. Okay, so um, he, I'm trying to think, okay, a temporary hiatus because Colbert tested positive again. Wow. Stephen is experiencing consistent, consistent with the recurrence of COVID. So. <laughs> He okay. He tested positive on April twenty first. Yep, I tested positive for COVID, but I'm basically feeling fine. Grateful to be vaxxed and boosted. He had to put that in there. there he's got to throw that again. Yeah, just ridiculous. Wow. Okay, so there's another one. Um, again, guess who else? Our favorite uh, Doctor Evil, Bill Gates. This is on May 10th. I've tested positive for COVID. I'm experiencing mild symptoms and I'm following the expert's advice by isolating until I'm healthy again. Yeah. And then what does he say right here? I'm fortunate to be vaccinated and boosted and have access to testing and great medical care. Again, implying. He's a freaking billionaire. Of course, he has access to great medical care. <laughs> but again, implying that the the reason he's having mild symptoms is because he's vaxxed and boosted. Yeah, which we know to be false. Now, you know, I, wish, I wish there was a string of people that sang, unvaxxed people saying, I got COVID, but it's mild because I didn't get boosted. Yeah. The, you know, the messaging, the messaging has been so, so it's just hitting <laughs> it's you so, so much that I've, I've caught people who I know are like, nope, I, I am, you know, like the shots aren't for me. Like it's, this stuff isn't making sense. I've caught people like that saying like if they find somebody who has like a serious condition or whatever like oh well maybe he should think about the shot it's like wait a second right no why even i'm one of those people i mean i've always said my position is kind of well it's always you decide for yourself yeah but i would say the only person like if somebody asked me my opinion the only person i would possibly recommend it to is somebody like an overweight person over 70 yeah like may you know and that's probably for the og version of covid but i would Not say for Omicron. i would say no because if you're getting clots and you already well, have right. like a, you know but like well then you're, you're still rolling the dice but yeah. if the if the risk of dying from covid is much much higher because of your age and overweightness then then maybe it's worth taking those those risks of the clots and and stuff yeah. but again i would still always say you have to decide for yourself yeah Oh, and I can't trust the the data that's out there that the government puts puts out. No, because it's been proven to completely two years later now have been completely wrong. Yep. Um, so and, and we're only seeing the Pfizer data in small little chunks. Now notice this too. It says who can reply? People at Bill Gates follows or mention can reply. So only people that Bill Gates follows. Wow. Um, can actually even reply to this comment because he knew he was just going to get crapped on. Yep. So he's smart enough to limit those replies. 
Here's another one. Ashley Biden, president's daughter, tests positive for COVID-19. Oh, I just can't believe she's so reckless. Yeah. I mean, you remember the guilt that was on everyone if you got COVID, you know, early on? And now all these vaxxed, all these triple vaxxed and boosted people are getting COVID. I mean, it's just so blatantly obvious that the jab is not doing anything to stop Well, and it's spread. just ridiculous at this point. Like, why are they reporting it? <clears throat> I know. You know, like you would they still think, act like it's a big deal. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, like you would think if you're trying to lessen vaccine hesitancy, then like, why would they keep reporting all these triple <laughs> boosted people? Yeah, you think that they'd be trying to keep COVID. it hush hush? Yeah, like why would they be? Telling well, because you us? can't keep Colbert. Because if Colbert's off the air, they have to have a reason. Yeah. You know that's the thing. Is but they, Ashley Biden? Well, I don't know. I guess I don't yeah, freaking follow her. But. I don't know her either. I never heard her name before until this. Well, I knew her name because she's she her diet is what got Project Veritas in all that trouble with the FBI. Yeah, it's just nutty. Yeah. So, But that's my um, tinfoil hat. So. <laughs> so, yeah, so she, again, another triple vaccine boosted person got COVID. Pause for one sec. And we're back. All right, go here's another one. <clears throat> Double masked and triple vaxxed New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern tested positive for COVID. She led the most draconian zero COVID policy and vaccine mandates, turning the lives of its citizens into a living hell. Wow. Yeah, New Zealand and Australia were two of the most hardcore yeah. um, countries as far as lockdowns. And did it work? No. The prime minister. Like who they has, were literally rounding people up yeah. into quarantine camps. You know, she has now has COVID and she had some of the most, you know, crazy lockdown stuff going on there. It was just completely uh, loony down there. And did it work? No. Um, and you know, of course they always come back with, well, we had a lot less deaths. Yeah. But at what cost? Yeah. Um, you know, at some point it's a free society. Yes. Would less people die if, you know, from guns, if we took literally everyone's guns and went house to house, which I think they did in Australia, by the way, um, would less people die? Yes. But that's, we live in a free society and that just comes, that just comes well, with the territory, unfortunately, uh, you, you know, you, there's consequences to living with, with freedom, you know, and you, you have to tolerate some of that. Um, <clears throat> you know, given the choice, I, I'd much ta I'd take a free society over this crap. Dangerous freedom. They call it that for a reason. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, just, I mean, the parade of, of pandemic of the vaxxed just in this one episode. Yeah. This it, is insane. It's crazy. And all these people were just, you know, a year ago, we're preaching that if you just got the jab, oh, you won't, you're not going to get it. Yep. That's one of the main reasons you need to get the jab. You won't get COVID. Bullshit. We never said that. Right. Okay, I now. Say, we never said that you would never get it. It's like, actually, you did say that. We have proof. <laughs> now, now, let's get into um, some vaccine injury stuff. Now, I, <laughs> this article, I have no idea about this website. I don't know if this is bullshit. Um, this is, I don't know if this is a tinfoil hat spot or not but i was doing some i was looking into that hepatitis yeah. outbreak amongst kids which seems to be very serious it's not super widespread but it the it's has a high uh uh amount of serious cases the percentage of serious cases amongst kids that mm -hmm. get it are, is pretty high so okay. it's pretty scary um and they haven't been able to tie it to anything specifically yet. Um, but here's one theory. So it basically says what they aren't telling the public is that the majority of the cases of those under four years of age who are breastfed and have been actively breastfed in the last 12 months, the children are unvaccinated with the breastfeeding mothers in 100% of the cases have been vaccinated with at least two doses. Wow. Now that's true. That's pretty damning. 
I yeah. don't know if it's true. Like I said, I don't know about this. This is uh, the irishsentinel.com. The Pfizer no documents <laughs> even warn against breastfeeding. Right. But that's not what any of your physicians have been have been saying. Well, the funny thing was when, when this was first brought up, everybody's saying, oh, but it's a jab. And then, of course, most of these kids weren't vaxxed yep. because they were under the age limit. Yeah. So that was, you know, quickly dismissed. Yep. But then, you know, you, hear, you start to hear rumblings of this kind of stuff. And uh, now, do I trust this website? Not necessarily. Uh, you know, it, but it's one of those things where this should be a fully open Consider all options. Let's yeah. everybody push. If we want to know the truth so that we can really right. protect people because that's what protects people is the truth. Exactly. And, you know, should that should be the pursuit no matter, no matter which way it, it pulls you. Yes. We can't hide shit just because we don't like the outcome. We have to know the truth. Exactly. And if the outcome was that it's something unrelated or it's from getting COVID and because they weren't jabbed. Okay, fine. I'll accept that. Yeah. Tell me that. Just tell me the truth. Let's figure it Um, out. You know what I do trust though, more than that is Dr. Peter McCullough, right? Who was just in Fargo a while back. Um, Now what he says is every case of hepatitis number, and he's kind of throwing out some options here. Number one, did they have COVID illness? Number two, did the siblings or parents have it? Number three, did the patient take mandated product? Number four, um, siblings, parents take it. Appears a spike protein is setting up liver for damage with low virulence, adenovirus 41, key viral epidemiology prevalent exposures. So, you know, I, what I take to, from that is that, you know, it needs a lot, needs more research. Yeah. And he's, then, he's asking, quite, he's he's trying to find the confounders. Yep. Right. And then it says, you know, the headline of the, uh, the, article he's referencing is, is SARS-CoV-2 spike protein related to the hepatitis and children outbreak? Here's what we know. And yeah, he's notice he doesn't make a declaration because he's very, very careful. Mm-hmm. He doesn't make declarations just from the hip. You know, he's just throwing out some um, hypotheses. Yeah, he's, ask, he's saying that in every case, these four questions should be asked. Right. And that's, you know, this is the kind of guy, that's why I trust him, because you'll notice he'll never say anything as true unless he has a random controlled trial to yep. reference. Yeah. And it's almost frustrating sometimes because you want You want him you to want say. You want him to just speculate, because like I trust your speculation more than I trust most people's data. Exactly. So just go ahead and speculate, and I'll understand that it's speculation, Yeah. but he refuses to do yeah, that. he won't do that at all. So it's kind of interesting. So, which is another reason why this guy should be one of the like highest go-tos. levels of information that we can source. I mean, if he could replace Fauci, that'd be uh, ideal. Wonderful. That would be ideal. Yes, because I think we would have had a lot less deaths. He claims that he could have prevented eighty to eighty-five percent. I think of the million that died. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if only. Um. Here's another example of um. Some potential vax injury things. Okay. In Australia, the daughter of the president of the AMASA, that's kind of like a big health agency in Southern Australia, died unexpectedly at 26. Wow. So again, this, this is pure speculation. Peter McCullough wouldn't be happy with us. Um, but she, obviously his daughter or her daughter was um, vaxxed because yeah. she, you know, was the one pushing for this hugely. Um, she just didn't wake up. Now, did everybody that doesn't wake up, is that a vax injury death? No. You know, we don't know, but it's just very um, ironic when it happens to, you know, would this person admit it? 
You know, what would it take for her to say it was the jab that killed my daughter? What would it take? I don't know. Would and she ever admit it? You would think that she would have to. Like, I, I just, I can't. I think I they just know. dig in harder, though, because they can't possibly be to blame. They can't possibly accept responsibility for having yeah. pushed something that would have caused your own kid's death. I know. But can you imagine pushing something that caused your own kid's death and then knowing that that your push is also leading to other deaths? Well, and that's the thing is, I don't think she would believe that. And how how is it going to be proven that it was that? Yeah, that's the problem. Is they're not even allowing allowing the exploration of that at well, all. Well, and and even in autopsies and stuff like that. I mean, it it's so hard for them to actually admit like what's happening. Oh yeah, well, and and that, again, this is kind of I don't know what they call that, but it's some sort of syndrome. Like when you buy a orange Volkswagen bug, then you see orange bugs everywhere. You know, orange v- VW oh, Beetles. Oh, okay. That you're there, there's always, like a psychological yep. theory. So now that we're tuned into this, I, sw- I swear I see strokes everywhere. Yeah. Now. now you're just always watching for blood clots. Well, they're they're and, everywhere. And every time something that you know is an adverse event of of one of these shots, then you're wondering, did they get did they get poked? Well, and most of the time, yeah, the answer is yes because yeah. if any prominent person, um, typically they were vaxxed. Mm-hmm. Now here's Fetterman. Okay, John Fetterman, a Pennsylvania lieutenant governor, uh, who was in a primary last week, um, had a stroke a couple days before the primary. And then wasn't he scheduled for open heart surgery like during the election? Uh, I'm not sure about that, but it's just kind of uh, okay. I had a stroke that was caused by a clot from my heart being in an AFib rhythm for too long. You know, it's just kind of uh, again, it's just a de- it's just an anecdotal data point. It doesn't yeah. prove anything. Um, but I swear I'm seeing. In, did you hear somebody died in the Brooklyn Marathon too? Uh uh-uh. uh They passed out, and now it was kind of hot. It was in the 70s, and typically in high humidity, that's not ideal for running. But I think four people passed out, and and somebody dropped dead after after they ran the marathon. Wow. I think you had to be jabbed to be in it as well. Huh. But again, anecdotal. What I need to know is how many people drop after every typical marathon in a typical year and yeah. was this more yep. or less i don't know okay so <clears throat> here's some more on this john fetterman now here's just him him basically this is just proof that his family is full vax because here's an earlier tweet from him team fetterman is 100 percent vaxxed up officially 100 percent vaxxed up so that's obviously he was very very pro-vax yeah. now again if somebody in a state of power in a high political position, is he ever going to admit that it was potentially that that caused him to have the stroke? Well, and if he's so, you know, one thing to think about too is like if he's so on that team, mm-hmm. right? Like Team Vax, baby. Unless his doctors say that that's what it was, he would, would never, he would never even look into it. And wh- why would the doctors ever come to that conclusion? Yeah. Because if they're just, you know, preaching the standard talking points, they're never going to. Now here, here's, here's him in an earlier tweet pointing out um, an anti-vax billboard, the jab mm-hmm. of the mark of the beast. <laughs> so, he, And he's talking about how tragic it is that the COVID vaccine has become so political. Again, just pushing, pushing for the vax. Um, here's another one. Senator Chris Van Hollen hospitalized the weekend after suffering a stroke. Plans to return to Washington by the end of the week. I mean, it just seems like, again, am I just noticing because I'm looking for it now or is there more strokes than ever? Well, I mean, that's something, that's a data point that we can, we can look at. 
We should, somebody should be, you know, if a, a Peter McCullough type needs to do that study. Yeah. Right. Like how many strokes were occurred amongst this, you know, legislative body, you know, in a typical year versus, versus in the last couple of years or since the vax was, yeah. was, uh, was introduced. So, you know, I wonder how hard it's going to be to find that information now, because <laughs> well, that's right. the other thing is exactly. like now they're switching, you know, we, we saw it. Even just locally with the state of North Dakota Health Department website, yeah, they they, they changed what data they reveal to you. Yeah, what what they show to you is even you know makes you suspect of their uh, intentions, right? Yeah. Um. Now let's let's get into some school board stuff here. So, of course, the stupid forum. Um. Well, it was just the article on uh, McFeely McFeely wrote <laughs> crapping all over. Uh, Allie Olenberger, Alexis Scott. Yeah. Kristen Charbonneau, the extremist. Yeah. Calling them extremists, which is very entertaining. Yeah. Um, You know, and it caused a nice healthy debate in the comments, but I'm actually glad that he's doing that because, you know, then, uh, so Allie then wrote a letter um, defending herself against Mike, Mike McFeely. Um, So she did that again. Yeah. Um, and she says here, I'll just read a little bit of it. I'm a, I'm a mom of two, a lifelong North Fargo resident and a veteran. I'm anything but the extreme ex- extremist that McFeely claims I am. Um, and then she goes into some other things, and, and I'll post the link to the letter. And then Mc, here's a funny thing. She says, McFeely says, your choice, we reported, biased, obviously, and you decide. It is your choice, and I challenge you to reach out to a teacher you know, a neighbor that is a teacher, or your child's teacher, and ask them if they feel things are going well or if things need to be changed. Now, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that because I don't think a lot of teachers are going to be on our side typically either, <laughs> you know? Um, so Allie said that because she actually has a line on a ton of teachers, her and Alexis specifically, they have really, really great communication mm. with many teachers. They feel like it's a silent majority. Type yes. They're issue. both very involved in their school systems. Um, and uh, I believe are both like members of their PTA just at their own schools and stuff, but they have friends that are teachers and they've got a pretty good um feeling for what's going on kind of behind the scenes at Fargo public schools. Well, the problem is, you know, you see the teachers union or whatever they are endorsing, um, the exact opposite candidates, the exact opposite, right? They picked all the, uh, progressive left leaning type candidates. So it's, you know, I don't feel like the teachers, at least teachers union doesn't have, you know, freedom loving parents, parents interested at heart. No. Um, so, you know, because, and, and, you know, I mentioned this in some of my Facebook comments too, that it's, it's really sad when it gets to be, you're either, you have to pick that you're either going to support parents or you're going to support teachers. That doesn't have to be the case. Parents and teachers should be on the same side. You know, there was, there was somebody on Facebook that had put the, put a thing in like saying, well, yeah, until your kid, like hits a teacher and then the te- like and then you 
um, then you parents wouldn't want them to be punished. It's like, what do you think we're raising like a bunch of teacher beaters? No, that's the exact opposite. That is exactly the opposite. We would 100% most, pa- and I, I believe that most parents that are vying for parents' rights mm-hmm. would absolutely want their child disciplined for doing something like that. Of course. I mean, I th- it used to be when I was a kid, if you got in trouble in school, you're in trouble at home. The parent uh, defaulted to being on the side of the school and the teacher without even knowing what happened. Yes. In fact, it That's was almost at my house. To, the, to, the, to the extreme the other way. Yep. Where it was like, no, but dad, I didn't uh, shut up. You're, yep. You know, you, you listen to that. You're teacher. just wrong. Like you just comply with authority no matter what. And, you know, I think the truth is somewhere in the middle, right? Yeah. Because obviously if a teacher is, you know, forcing you to uh, call somebody they or them, mm-hmm. then that's a teacher I don't necessarily want to. Uh, that dis- you don't agree with. Right. That I may not want to discipline my kid. But now if my kid did something actually physical to somebody, yeah. or the, especially the teacher, yeah. I mean, expel them, you know, like harsh I'm, I'm for harsh discipline when it comes to that kind of stuff yeah because I, mean, I think the the lack of discipline in the classroom only uh will have negative outcomes in the future for those kids absolutely they, they crave that discipline and it's a poor learning environment it's a poor learning environment for, for all every, the other for kids everyone, yeah. for everybody exactly. your teacher can't do the job the kids can't do what they're there to do which is to learn i mean it's it's not to reiterate, it's not either you support teachers or you support parents because a child's education depends on both people being involved, the teacher and the parent. Exactly. All of the, and you can ask educators what kids um, have the best outcomes, kids with parents that are actively involved or kids with parents that, that don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have to take an interest, you have to be involved. Um, So that brings us to another candidate here. So Lynn, Lynn Telford. Lynn Telford. Now, this is from your post here. Yeah. So the, it's so funny. This I don't know where this originated, but someone did a freedom of information request. So a concerned right? parent did a freedom of information request for the emails of the school board candidates. And they had originally just, this is what was explained to me. They had originally just wanted to see um, what, what these candidates were concerned about kind of behind the scenes versus what they say they're concerned about. Right. Right. Because who knows what they're actually, you know, emailing about. Exactly. So there's 15 candidates for Fargo school board and there's five seats that are open. Right. Some of these people didn't send even one email. Greg Clark, for instance, Mm -hmm. that guy has no kids. He doesn't even have kids <laughs> at all. Right. Not no kids in Fargo Public Schools. No kids, period. He's now, a cat dad. Didn't send an email to the school board. He did not send an email to the school board. Because that's the emails that they were they were. Yep, retrieving. they requested emails, yep, sent by so the candidates to the school board. it doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that they weren't involved. It just means they didn't send an email. Did not so send an email. It's not a, a, a damning or nope. condemning thing necessarily. No, nope, because one of one of the <clears throat> um, candidates that we're that that I really support, Devin Stachinsky, he never sent an email either. But yeah, he, it's not a requirement. No, you don't have to. But you can. Devin is very actively um, attending the meetings and speaking at the meetings and and. Um, Attending the meetings is huge. I right. mean, that's a freaking three-hour chunk of your life you never get back. Nobody well, likes doing that. Let's just read uh, her yeah. piece, the relevant piece here. So she says, and I'll just quote, I support the mask mandate as well as critical race theory curriculum. I mean, what the hell? As w- And why do you have to throw that in there? Like as And, and something that, I, that has just been bothering the hell out of me. <laughs> 
what is the critical race theory curriculum? Right. You're supporting (laughs) critical race theory curriculum, which is now, by the way, folks, it's illegal in the state of North Dakota. Critical CRT, teaching CRT is illegal in North Dakota. And I understand she was basically trying to declare a position, basically letting Tracy Newman, this is who this email is to, it's from Lynn Telford to Tracy Newman, May 16th, 2021. So, you know. So this technically, is when the mask it was heavily, and heavily it was before it was illegal. It didn't. It wasn't illegal until November, but still. Right. So, and she says, just to give her a little more context, she says, as much as I'm frustrated with the board, and I think it is important to say that, I will not be signing any petitions for a recall based on mask mandate, boundary changes, or or changes to disperse races in the community. Boundary changes to disperse races okay. in the community because she supports that. Right. And the critical race theory curriculum. You guys have a very tough job, and I want you to know you have my support with those three particular topics. Okay, so then if you're a parent, good. I say good. Now, we know where this lady stands. Now, if you're a person that's like, I need mask mandates and I need critical race theory, then you would vote for her. Yes, but here's here's one thing to note, even if you would vote for her. She says, I am doing what I can to counter the recall based on those grievances. Lynn Telford was a member of Let Parents Decide That. Wow, and as a mole. Yes, and in her in her... <laughs> Which is something that's important to note because she... Um, well, I'm in a couple of vegan Facebook groups too. <laughs> but then do you take that and then do you like email... What she did because we've... we've I just laugh at... Been alerted to her yeah. emails now. Right. So we've been sent her emails and she's taken stuff from that group then and sent it to certain board yeah, members. To rat people out. Yep. Yeah. To, to, just so you know, like this is, what's, this is what's happening in this let parents well, decide that group. Exactly. So, you know, and bottom line is you just, now you know where she stands. And if you're for those things, you can vote for her. And if you're against them and like, I would be at 11 Fargo, but I would, this lady is definitely like 1000% off my list yep. of who to vote for. Um, you know, so, I mean, okay, now you know, and I guess we'll find out. And it, the good thing is, though, it's all out in the open. Yeah. And she's not, you know, doesn't get to be two-faced and say one thing to parents and then secretly emailing the board, letting them know I'm, I'm secretly on your side. Yep. You know, so that's good that it's that this stuff was revealed. And I'd be interested to see her response. Yeah, um, I haven't seen even, a response. I, I, if, if any of you see a response, please tag me in it because I would love to see it. So, um, and then I thought this was funny, too, because this, this other one, Zach... Echola. Zach Ecola. Ecola, whatever. Yep. Greg Clark and Niamal die. I mean, Day, sorry. Yeah, so, so Zach, um, I mean, he's like he's the Antifa guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had the post up and I lost it here. Um, but anyways, uh, he had a, he had one of his flyers up and you, you had highlighted something. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, oh, here it is. Okay, so um, yeah, you circled this portion. It says, barring political will in Bismarck to ensure every child has a right to a meal, the Fargo School District must raise property taxes on the rich downtown landlords who've gotten backroom tax breaks from the city over the last decade. He's I mean, so aggressive. He's just so dumb, too. Like... <laughs> I mean, he's a parody of a social, of a dumb socialist. Yes. And I, like I pointed out, that's a really stupid plan. Yeah. And that, this is the least offensive thing he said. Yeah. Uh, you know, then it continues in the comments here about, you know, he's a, uh, Zach is a registered member of the Democratic Socialist Party and a proud member of Antifa. Um, you know, and then it, it actually has some of the quotes from him in the, 
during the riot of uh, 2020 of whatever it was, May of 2020, yeah, you know, where he's talking about how he wants the town to burn and, and he's all for these, these riots. Let's and, read it though. Go, go down, click on that. Mike's yep, yeah, right there. One? Nope. The next one. Oh, okay. Well, here's one thing he says. I'm a proud board member of Antifa. Yeah. <laughs> he just straight up says it. An evolving 501c4 tax exempt organization dedicated to advance the cause of anti fascist understanding and to encourage the adoption of anti fascist policies. It sounds so nice. Oh my gosh. But then go to the next one because this one's even better. That one. This one, okay. Peaceful protest oh, yes, should yes. not mean subservient, comfortable protest. A byproduct of resistance, actual physical resistance, of putting your body in direct contact with an unjust system is heat. If you're not prepared to get burned, you're not resisting anything yet. I have uncritical support for more rioting and looting in Minneapolis and everywhere else every night until this rotten country is burned to the ground and a new world can be rebuilt. Riots are the language of the unheard. (laughs) You guys, if this fool gets elected, we have a community that is just simply not even trying to do their homework exactly you know what's scary though you know what's right outside that window a zach sign i saw it when i pulled up right across the street there's there's at least three on this street on a street here in fargo and I know this is kind of the more liberal area. Okay, but let's think about There's this. There's a Zach sign, right? Freaking These there. are downtown renters. This is something that I pointed out. Here's Zach's plan, right? Zach's plan to give all the kids free lunches is to raise taxes on the rich downtown landlords <laughs> who then... He doesn't it's just think such a parody too. because if you're a rich downtown landlord and your property taxes get raised, you're going to also raise the rent. Yeah. What do you think they do? Just make less profit. They're just going to make less no. because no. And that's the failure. That's the failure of all socialism. And the, the theory, the fantasy of socialism is that, oh, you just take all the money from the rich people and you give it to the poor and everybody's happy. Yeah. Well, and guess somebody's what? just going to eat it. Well, no. guess what happens? Um, first of all, the, all the money from the rich people is not enough to feed the poor. And, you know, like they always say, tax the rich. Well, if you took Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, all their money, it would run the government for like a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's, there's, it's not an, it doesn't solve the problem. And when you remove the profit incentive for, uh, tied to your own efforts, then for people- For somebody ha- to even own this property. People have no re- reason to take any risks, build any businesses, start any companies, do anything. And do you think people are going to want to be landlords then? No. And take the, make make those investments? And then all of a sudden, where are these people going to live then? But here's what I think is hilarious. It just doesn't work Is that these practice. renters down here- who have these signs out because we're downtown. This is downtown Fargo. So you're supporting a guy who is literally trying to price you out of your house because you're renting. I just want to, I almost want to knock on their door and go, do Do you you know know this guy? Yeah. Like, or if I knock on the door and I presented him that quote about the, uh, his uncritical support for the rioting and looting. Yes. And, Wanting the rotten country to be burned to the ground. If I read them that quote and said, "Do you realize Do you that's still that, think the guy in that sign is who said that?" Yeah. Now, what do you know about this guy? Like, I don't understand how that computes. I don't how either. They, how they possibly could get there? No, I'm so I'm. <laughs> but if you just go in and you know, oh, I like that guy's got an orange and blue sign. It looks cool. I'm gonna vote. He's name got a nice looking sign and an eyebrow. Ring. And he wants all kids to eat. Yeah. You know, the old all babies will eat philosophy that yeah. no one can possibly disagree with. Just like Kara Glow, you know, I thought she was a nice person that she wants all kids to eat. And then, you know, you don't she doesn't reveal her true self until she's in there like a tick. Yeah. 
Um, Sitting you know, you down just, during every Pledge of Allegiance. Right. But now there's just no excuse for people to be an uninformed voter yeah. with social media and everything going. You, uh, you have the resources to find out this information on these candidates and find out where they stand. I mean, I'd, if I was, you know, the 15 candidates, I would literally like make a list and then, you know, like I think somebody actually did this a few times when they were listening to forums. Adam they would make, Carico. yeah, he would make like some yes and no's yeah, he's based on their statements. And mm-hmm. then it, it makes a pretty clear picture. If you listen and then you, you go, ew, no, or, oh yes. And then by the end of that, you know, that forum, you have yeah. a pretty clear picture of who you're for and who you're against. Yes. Um, so there's just no excuse for people not to be fully informed. Um, cause it's coming up, you know, what, June, June 14th, June 14th. Yeah. Yep, so. June 14th. And here's the other, th- I mean, school board is something that people just kind of, they're like, Oh, well, you know, I'm more concerned with city commissioner, mayor, like all that stuff. School board. Remember, this is over 50% of your freaking tax money goes to the schools. So it's huge. It's huge. It's they're preparing and the next generation. They're the ones that have the most effect on your life locally if you have kids. Yes. I mean, the, you know, they're the ones that master kids. They're the ones that uh, did the distance learning and all the BS that happened. If we would have had different school board composition in Moorhead, yep. we wouldn't have masks last year. Absolutely. Remember, Moorhead had masks, Fargo had masks, and West Fargo did not. Yeah. What's the difference, right? It's the school board makeup. Yeah, it's who who's who got elected to those school boards. So it matters. Well, I would theorize that it matters more than presidents or any of that. Oh, locally, um, it absolutely does. It's gonna, you know, if I didn't watch, you know, the news, I wouldn't even know who was president. Except for when I went to the gas pump, I'd be like, "What the hell?" Yeah, whoever's, you know, <laughs> somebody's not doing something right. But what matters more, you know, to your own personal life. Uh, it, these local elections are so much more important. So, yeah. you know, and, and I'm guilty. Like I said, I just I'm absolutely guilty based on pure name recognition last time around. Yep. If I even voted, yeah, I might have just went. I don't even know any of these people. Yeah, I might have just not even ever filled in a blank before. Yeah. I don't even. I can't even tell you. I cannot. <laughs> I can't tell you a can a local candidate. I can only only ever tell you like governor yeah. or president that I voted for. So I'm just as shitty as, as yeah. anybody else when it comes to that kind of stuff. I have just gotten kind of plugged in. But not not ever again. No, nope, never um, again. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. So make sure you're sending emails to letparentsdecidethat at gmail.com if you have questions. Make sure you watch on Rumble. Um, you catch all these uh, visuals we're watching. And remember, I'll post all the links to the stuff in the show notes too on Rumble. So you can watch all these videos and read all these articles for yourself and see where you stand. Comment if you got opinions on it. Make sure you listen anywhere. Audio podcasts are found. Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Support the show at LetParents.com or LetTheParentsDecideThat.org. Stay strong. Keep fighting. We'll see you next time. Let's go, Brandon. Come on, man.